Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 97. That's 97. It's the E&S Wolves. Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I am here with my roomie in Brighton, my bunk buddy. It is Mr. Timothy Spears. What's happening, bro? How's it going, baby? Fine, good. Very good. You alright? Recovered? Uh, yes, today. Yes. I have recovered. Yes, we're recording this on Tuesday and it's taken until today to recover. But we are, we're recording on Tuesday, but um, oh, I, should have, I should have got some spooky, spooky music queued up. Because it's do 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 Halloween, happy Halloween. <laughs> so what, what was that? Is that one of the lesser-known Beatles B-sides? Halloween. Do, I was trying to do the um, the Michael Myers Halloween music, but I can't really. Halloween. Is that what he says when he comes out to scare people? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, it is an eighties. It is an eighties thing. Let me have a look. Okay, no. I've got it sounds a bit like it sounds a bit like the other Mike Myers to be Theme honest. Tune. So how, how that's, 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 that's lost on him. Uh, one second. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. You've not seen this. Yeah. And. Uh, Sca- it. Scares the bejesus out of me to be honest. Does it? I was I was home alone uh, a couple of weeks ago. Quite late at night, oh. uh, saw an advert on telly for the new Halloween, oh, yeah. uh, and had to check all areas of the house just to check that it wasn't, no. wasn't around. Yes, no. yes, I did. Little window to my soul there. Wowza! Quite, 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 a, quite a, f- a fairly decent sized empty flat. Mm, mm. Uh, Mrs. out for the night. No, oh, so you were uh, thinking about work stuff again, then, were you? <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> listen, and to, yeah. listen to episode ninety-six. No, I'm not a fan of that mask. No, oh no, a great mask, fantastic mask. Um, the, the, the trick or treaters won't be, won't be um, a fan of the mask tonight when they see me jumping from outside from a car when they're on the way back getting the, getting the sweets. What, when is Halloween? Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Halloween is tonight. Tuesday night? No, Wednesday night. Ah, so this is... Ah, Goodness I'm, me. You know, no, 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 no. I've just realised yes. why we're not recording this podcast on Wednesday. Yes. Which was, which, was, um, which was certainly an option to begin with, but now it can't be done because somebody's quite busy. I, I am quite busy. You're also not in on Wednesday, which yeah, doesn't no, help true, matters. But I would have done it from home. But uh, anyway. Please. <laughs> Um, but um, no, we've got we've got it all decked out now, ready to go. The hologram looks amazing. Right. Hologram looks amazing. Proper ghouls coming out of the window like into thin air. Oh, it's scary. I wish I could see all this on Twitter on Wednesday night, but you're not really one to self-promote, are you? So? I, I don't really do that kind of thing these days. <laughs> I keep myself to myself. Um, maybe I'll take a video and you can upload it to that Insta thingy. Oh, Instagram. Instagram. Instagram's Gram. going very well. Is it? We've got another very, five or six. Uh, we're up to almost 500 followers no. now. Um, some great. So I'm, I'm going to introduce. Um, we haven't got time this week. But, Obviously, um, uh, a new segment. I think in a the new, future. Oh, a new segment. Because uh, so, some of the followers we've got are they absolute weirdos. <laughs> interesting characters who oh, I think uh, should be drawn to the public's uh, attention. That could be the new massive um, in. 
Um, as, as, as we did with Thomas Duffy last week. Oh, brilliant. Star Duster. of last week's yeah, podcast. Yeah, superb. My favourite segment of the year, I think. Because um, it was your segment. He <laughs> <laughs> Shock. Self-promoting. Um, so we got some great reaction to, um, to uh, sharing Thomas Duffy's life right. uh, with the general public. So lots of nice comments saying yeah. it was very funny, etc. Yeah. Nothing from the man himself, of oh, course. Oh, really? <laughs> Slightly concerning. And we've, uh, we, we've lost him as a follower, <laughs> Thomas Duffy. So if you didn't like, if you didn't like it, Thomas, I'm very sorry. Um, but you've got an open profile for anybody around the world to view. So it's not like we were sharing any secrets. No, no, very um, much so. Yeah, you can't put yourself out there and then and then, and then crawl back into true, your closet with Michael Myers. True. Although, although I did did spend a while really kind of delving into his life, relationship status, <laughs> dog status, career history. Not not connected, by the way. <laughs> so uh, yeah, sorry if we went too far, Thomas. Uh, hope you're still with us. Hope you're still with us. Absolutely. Um, so Tim, if, um, if anyone wants to view that for themselves, it's Thomas Duffy eighty seven wow. uh, on Instagram. Poor lad, <laughs> honestly. How many followers does Thomas Duffy have himself? How much does the Thomas Duffy have? Can you find that out? I can find that out within three seconds. Three, two, and one. Yeah, five hundred thirty-five. Oh, five, three, five. Maybe his profile. Us. Yeah. Maybe his pro- yeah, but he only had he only had a hundred last week. <laughs> he hasn't had any pictures since last week. Oh, okay. Uh, so his picture with the Dulux dog is still his most recent uh, entry. Tom, 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 are you are you still there? If if so, get in touch. Email us at podcastexpressionstart.co.uk. Wow, so how long have we doing this? You don't know that yet. <laughs> um, our most liked picture so far Goodness. on Instagram yeah, hit me. is the Jim Spears flag. <laughs> Jim Spears, 95 <laughs> likes! Yes. Um, uh, different yeah, ones. quite a lot from that. Uh, our picture with oysters from Saturday got oh, yeah. 92 likes. Oh, happy days. There you go. Uh, so yeah, we'll be adding content to that as and when it happens. Yeah, not much, but we'll be adding it. Yes, Probably. we will. We will. Um, so Tim, let's start off with an announcement. Okay. Let's start off with an announcement because we're very excited. We've got an announcement for you podcast people alone. You're the special people in our lives. We love everyone. We love all the Wolves fans, but these the podcast community will always be our number one, Tim. Do you agree? Probably. Okay. So we've got a little special surprise we're working on for them. Here we go. Let me let me try and find some... We've got some music for it. Some music. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I think there's only four seconds of music. You ready? I don't know how we could have created that drum roll effect without that music. <laughs> right. Here we go. This is episode 97. <laughs> our 100th podcast. We've threatened it for a while. All the pieces have come together. We are doing the 100th podcast live and uncut in front of a live studio audience at the WV1 bar at Molyneux. Tim, there's going to be me... There's going to be you, and hopefully you guys are going to come and watch us do the podcast, do our thing live. Do you not want to clear this with me first? Oh, yeah, I should have mentioned it. Um, (laughs) So, Tim, are you free on? Are you free, Timothy, on Thursday, December the 6th, the night after the Chelsea game? Uh, I'll consult my diary and uh, let you know. Consult your diary and, and let us know, because we are going to be on stage in the WV1 bar putting together our little old podcast in front of a live studio audience. We're very excited. Um, it's first come, first serve on tickets. We've got a limited number of tickets. Now, this podcast is hopefully, if I've done my job correctly, goes out on midday today on Halloween. Okay? Have a look on the website. We're going to be tweeting the links out. There is a link to buy tickets. And it's only £5 a ticket, Tim. £5 a ticket. What a bargain. Thursday, 
December the 6th, we shall broadcast from 7 o'clock. Doors will open at 6.15. The bar will be open. Um, we'll start at 7 o'clock. There'll be two halves, Tim. One at 7 o'clock, first half for 45 minutes. Then there'll be, a, there'll be a little break. And then a second half. We'll have all your favourite segments. We'll have Abuse of the Week live. We'll have questions live on the floor. It's going to be a great event. And then we can come and have a hang out with us afterwards. Have a beer with us. Have a bit of a chat. Come and chill out after... After the podcast, uh, we'll finish around about 10, 10.30, um, home time, pre-Christmas drinks, um, and we want you guys to come with us and want to have a show. I'll be honest, I'm bricking it already. <laughs> You're a little bit nervous, <laughs> aren't you? Just by the type of characters that could turn up. As, as I, I, think, I, think, I don't think I've ever seen you nervous, Nathan, but I think even you might be a little bit shaky that evening. We did a, we did a, we did a walk through yesterday. We, we met a very lovely lady who showed us, um, showed us the room and how it will work on the night um, and the seating plan. So we, we've, got, we've got a decent number of seats. However, this will probably sell out, and it's going to sell out pretty quickly. So I would say at £5 a ticket, guys, get yourself in. Uh, free parking at Molyneux as well for the evening. Straight into WV1 bar. Well, Plus- I now. Plus a small booking fee, we should add. A small booking fee. It's a 98p booking fee, which um, our our ticket sellers are taking. But, you know, come on. Um, for that amount of money, come and say hello. Two we'll hours a, of uncut entertainment. Uncut entertainment. Have it as your pre-Christmas night out. Um, come and say hello. We're going to hang out afterwards. And there's going to be lots of surprises we've got going on. Lots of giveaways. Lots of special people that we've got coming along. We can't say too much about it. But um, just make sure... To avoid disappointment, go and book your tickets today on the links that we'll tweet out, on the links that are on the page. Watch the video. We're going to be there. And it is going to be uncut. It will. We'll be, we'll be saying all kinds of swear There's words. There's going to be all... We, we, we'll be giving um, a leash to say a few profanities, Tim. Might, might be say the word piss. Oh, wow. But live. But live. <laughs> Can you imagine? There might be a bit of rudeness. And uh, we'll have a couple of beers on the night, I'm sure. And uh, we want you guys to come and join us. This is your opportunity. Um, I'll be interested to see who the furthest the furthest traveller is. My, my favourite's on Wolf in Bristol. I was just going to say that. Wolf in Bristol, he's definitely coming in, T. Shoe bottom. Um, unless, unless. Tommy? Tommy! 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 We haven't heard from Tommy in a long time. I haven't heard Tommy in a long time, actually. I, I think we've lost Tommy. We probably have lost Tommy. Um, Tommy from the Island Islands, in case anyone forgets. But um, tickets are available through that site, so there's no no need to, to come in or drop in phone call just or phone calls. It's literally on the line. Click the link. And uh, put your details in. Bish bash bosh, you will inst- instantly get a ticket. Very exciting. Very exciting. I think there's a limit. I think I put a limit of tickets per person. I think ten, ten per person. But right. I'm sure that'll be fine. I'm sure that'll be I'm okay. Sure that'll, be, that'll be more than adequate. If you want more, then let us know. Um, They'll be on eBay yeah. for twenty quid a few hours oh. later. I'll tell you. They'll be on eBay for one pound fifty. Point for five. Can't can't give them away. But yeah, come and join. It's going to be going to be a fun night, Tim. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, yeah, some of the stuff we've got lined up, I know that people are going to absolutely love it. It's going to be a very special one-off occasion. Yeah. Thursday, December the 6th, 2018, the 100th Wolves podcast live. Come a long way from starting in the basement, episode one. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Um, a lot of people say they've gone backwards since then, yes, but it's quite. fine. Right, okay, let's talk about Brighton. Uh, Brighton, Bant, how was, how was Brighton, Timothy? Apart from the game, it was um, it, it was a it was a lovely experience. I do, I do like going down to the seaside. Just gonna paint a little uh, picture for the listeners. I like to do that. Pa- yep. Paint a picture with Tony Hartbent. Paint a picture with words. Mm. Um, so you've decided to take a little family uh, weekend, little getaway. Yeah. Little break. Yeah. With the missus, maybe the kids as well. Absolutely. Um, it's a crisp 
uh, and cool but gloriously sunny mm. morning. Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, in Brighton mm-hmm. on the beach. Uh, you're taking a little stroll. Yeah. Uh, maybe get a little candy floss. Or some Brighton rock. Take some nice snaps, mm. as it were. Mm. Suddenly you hear a noise. Right. You're not quite sure it is. It might might, might be a small animal. Okay. Um, sounds like someone retching. You edge closer. The, you, 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 spot, you, spot, you spot a middle-aged man. Oh, wow. How dare um, you. Shouting to himself in some kind of northeastern accent. Um, whilst hurling on the beach. <laughs> if you got it closer, you might have seen that, that was Nathan Judah. <laughs> throwing up on Sunday morning during his morning run. After, after the incredible oh. amount of alcohol that he consumed wow. the night before. Began repeating on himself. It was. Um, you, you gladly shared this story with me. I wasn't there, obviously. I don't do morning no, runs. You, no, you I don't do morning runs, especially after two hours sleep. No. Um, no. <laughs> well, you got back even later than me. Um, yeah, I did decide to. I, I, I couldn't get to sleep, so I thought I'd get up early, get up nice and you know, try and burn some of that excess alcohol off, as you do. Um, and it was cold, and it was a lovely morning, but yeah, two and a half miles into that run, and I, and I turned past the crazy golf course and... and and through, um, through kind of like um, a little alleyway, and there was a little bit of beach, a little bit of Brighton rock that was, um, let's say, um, let's say, fueled with some some chunder. Absolutely disgusting, to it be honest. It was not great. It wasn't great. I tell you what, you deserve it though. You what deserve do you mean it. you deserve it? I've never seen you like that before. Um, this guy, this guy. Normally, I had a few nights out with Judah. I would say, he, he as, as as do a lot of the express style employees. <laughs> I'm always the first <laughs> to come out. Uh, he did meet himself. Couple of drinks, and then he's pretty much hit his limit. Yeah. Um, he's started to become tipsy, mm-hmm. and he knows to probably slow down and call it a bit of a night. Correct. This particular evening in Brighton, this man was going for it. Couldn't be stopped. <laughs> the George Best of Brighton. Oh. Uh, he was Stunching. Da- down in, down in, drink after drink, at a ferocious speed. I didn't I was realize how quick I was drinking. shocked. Yeah. You... We, we, we were on the singles, soon, soon became doubles. You were down in them. I'd only had half of my drink. And you were like, right, next round. Right, who's getting the mini yet? Uh, then, then he did his classic round of vodka shots, one of which wasn't vodka. No, it wasn't. Shot of water. That's I've got to impress the hierarchy. Uh, do you know what? It crossed, when you bought, you bought, those, you bought those shots. In, on, the, on the tray. We were with a couple of other lads. He got a, a, shot, a round of five shots on a tray. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, God, what have you got here? Is it Sambuca? No, it's vodka, it's vodka. But I didn't notice in my slightly tipsy uh, yeah. state that, that you'd selected your one already. I mm. thought it was a free for all. No, I made sure that mine was the closest to, to the to the rim. I didn't <laughs> quite. I didn't. <laughs> so I, I it crossed my mind as you did on this trick here. Mm. But I, then I dismissed it because yeah. everybody it seemed like a free for all. Yeah. Um, you've done a bit of a, of a Darren Brown and. Uh, <laughs> He put a little bit of lime cordial in there for me as well. He's like, I sort you out, mate. Don't you worry about that. Oh, dear. So everyone else had this disgusting vodka shot. Laurie, Laurie. Nearly sent me over the edge. And uh, and there's you with your with your water. Yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, it was, but yeah. Well, I needed to I needed to hydrate him. I think, do you know what I thought did me? I think I, I remember now because I didn't quite understand why. Because normally I can do a couple of gin and tonics and it's fine. I like a gin and tonic, gin and slimline tonic. Yes. But it's because we had a bottle of red wine at dinner. So yes, I mixed, and the mixing killed me. And that, that bottle of white, red wine seemed to never end as well. Uh, it was a good, good bottle. Good dinner. Very, very good dinner, right on the front. We, I got a tail in the window for us. You were slightly late to dinner. That's fine. I thought I was going to get stood up. You broke my oyster virginity. I did, Brett. I, I, and you, you, you loved it, didn't you? I enjoyed it. You did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. 
Told you how to eat it. Went down a treat. Yeah, just um, to the throat, and then you've got to just just kind of like just chew it slightly, and then and then let it slip down. It's beautiful. Quite. Yes. I, yes. I don't want to say to that. Yes. Uh, it was very, very nice. Very you, nice. You were, you were like, oh, it's quite like that. I quite like this. Well, thought, you were nervous. I you were thought, nervous I first thought, time. Uh, oysters were an acquired taste, and you either love them or hate them. But mm. I, they're pretty. Not an extreme taste at all. No, just, no. just very nice. Nice little starter and um, and some lovely fish. It was it was delicious. That was it was a perfect night for me, Tim. Wasn't it lovely? Yeah. And then you couldn't remember the next few hours, but never yeah. mind. Anyway, hey ho. Um. Oh, by the way, Brighton Halloween um, weekend. Yeah, they really went for it. Strange people. Yeah, around. they love it, didn't they? They did. They really did. went for it. Um. I tell you, didn't really go for it. Wolves, when yeah. you needed to start scoring goals and have trying to use up all this possession and all these chances, and yet again. They fired blanks, Tim, as you know all too well. They uh, they did. Uh, it's such a missed opportunity, a really frustrating afternoon. Um, in the fortunate position at Brighton, they've been very close to the dugouts and the tunnel. And you could just see the frustration on the players' faces. They, they were angry. Yeah. Um, interview Matt Doherty afterwards. He was quite upset. Uh, Connor Cody stops and speaks to the media after mm. every single game. Not this time. Really? Uh, looked absolutely crestfallen. Really did. You, you, you can, it shows you, if, in case you didn't know, you know, just how much it means to these guys. Mm. Um, they wanted to bounce back from the week before. They did what the manager asked. Yeah. Improved performance. 25 shots. Mm-hmm. I know not all of them were decent attempts. There were a lot of pot shots there that were blocked, but still, 25 <laughs> yeah. attempts to yeah, Brighton yeah. 7. Improved performance. Controlled long spells of the game. And should have won. They were the better team. Didn't even get a point. Didn't score again. And they were very frustrated, um, and it frustrated for everyone concerned. Longest trip of the season, um, and come away with a narrow defeat, which has kind of quelled the momentum of the, of the start of the season somewhat, uh, which is a shame. Uh, and I've got two tough games. I back them to get points uh, out of this out of these two games. In um, both both games, you no, to get I think that, I think there will be, they won't lose both games. I don't think. So you think? Would you take now two points in the next two games? Oh, you'd absolutely. You'd snap your hand off for two points from these two games, but I think they can beat Spurs. You do? I really do. You mean because of because of the volume of fixtures they've got at the moment, they may take advantage of that? Oh, what a volume it is. Yeah, and um, they've got some serious games. So they played um, Man City at home on Monday night. Not, not, on not, an absolute bog of an NFL pitch. Yeah, not not a nice game to kind of coast. You can't really coast through that game no. against Man City. No. Uh, hard working. Mm-hmm. Um, they only managed four shots, one on target. Tonight, Wednesday night, they're playing the EFL Cup away at West Ham. Big game, very big game for Spurs, that is. So you think very they'll play game. a full-strength squad, do you? Something close to it. I think, mm. you know, everybody keeps saying they need to win a trophy. Yeah. They'll certainly want to win that trophy, yeah. edging towards the last stage of that competition. Mm-hmm. Big game, anyway, either way. And then they've got a huge game next Tuesday night at yeah. PSV in the Champions yeah. League. They have to win. If they don't win, they're out of the competition. It's knockout phase already. Yeah. So you throw a little old, little old Wolves into that. Mm, on a Saturday night. Great opportunity to play them. Saturday night, packed house. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the atmosphere of the season, I would predict. No, thanks. Right, I can't, I can't wait. What? Oh, right, yeah, you're not going. <laughs> Judah misses this one. Um, but, yeah, yeah, Saturday night, full house. Everyone's going to be on the pop all day. It's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. Um, so I think it's a good time to play them. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm talking myself into fantasying Wolves to, get, get, a, to get a result. They're, they're good away from home. Um, they're away game. They're away results this year. They've won away at Newcastle, Man United, Brighton, Huddersfield and West Ham in the league. They've only lost at Watford and no draws. So their away record is very good. Um, But Pochettino said pre-Man City, 
Um, he's been here five years, and this is the worst he's ever felt for a variety of reasons, even though they've had the best start to the pre- yeah. Premier League history for them. And the um, stage is not going to be ready for Wolves either. What a joke. But that's a huge problem for them. Mm. Uh, it's a club in turmoil in that mm. respect. Got mm. no home. Um, don't know when they're going to have a home. Wembley pitch, god awful, as you said. Yeah. Um, but Tim, to win a game, to win a game like Spurs, no, know, you, you've know, got to score goals. I know, but and they, they don't look like scoring goals at the moment, really. No, but they will find Spurs will give them more space than Brighton did the other day. I would, I would imagine. Mm. Um, so there's things you can point to. Harry Kane's the obvious danger man, but he's only scored one in his last five. Yeah. That's terrible for him by his incredibly yeah. high standards. Yeah. So, um, so there's quite a few things you can point to, really. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got players coming back from injury. They had um, Ali and Ericsson both on the bench the other night, so mm-hmm. they're not fully fit. Whether mm-hmm. they'll start, we'll see. Um, Hugo Lloris in bad form, making mistakes. There are lots of things you can point to. Yeah. Certainly, certainly within Wolves' capabilities of getting a result out of that game. Um, so right. that's that. I'm positive about it. Oh, I'm positive. I'm positive. And there's an awful lot of negativity around on Twitter, which I do not like. After 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 two defeats, it's mm-hmm. amazing how many people start turning straight away. I've seen quite a few Antonino comments. I've seen quite a lot of people saying this squad just isn't good enough. Um, that that they've got to get a striker in January. Whatever happens, and that this whole season kind of rests on them getting a striker in January. And it's just it's just um, it's too much for me. It's too much of a, of an overreaction from from two defeats. Um, Wolves were winning tight games before that. Now they've lost a couple of tight ones. These players haven't become bad players overnight. Look at what they've done over the last year. Yeah. You've got to keep a bit of faith, people. Mm-hmm. There's, there's far too... I know it's Twitter, and it's often not the best barometer for fan reaction, but some of the some of the stupid rubbish I've been seeing on there after two defeats is unbelievable, really. So has it? So would you say to Wolves' start of the season now, from where, from, from where obviously from the start of the season, from, from, from where they are now, position-wise, has it been a good start to the season or a great start to the season? Has it been downgraded to good now or very good? I would say very good. Very good start to the season. I would say, ve- I would say very, very good. Um, they've got points where they shouldn't have. Yeah. West Ham away. Yeah. Shouldn't have won that. Yeah. Last minute went Palace away. Mm. Tough place to go. Mm. Won that. And United away got a point. Man City, only two teams have taken points off Man City. But it is, it is frustrating that they've got themselves in that position where they could really go in with two winnable games on paper and they've no, just I let know. it slip. Those standards not, have slipped. I know, but it's not, as, it's not as simple as that. Brighton have lost five times at home since they got promoted to very good teams, yeah. to Champions League teams and then Leicester as well. Mm. They're very hard to beat. They've won three games in a row, 1-0. Mm. They know mm. what they're doing. They're very experienced. They've got a settled team. It's not easy. No. It's not easy. On paper, Wolves might have a better team than Brighton's, but really hard to go in, to go there and get something and yet look how well they've played and yeah. look how many shots they've produced compared to Brighton and Brighton fans afterwards said that said that, that they didn't deserve to win it um, so that, that, the Watford one you can chalk off bad day at the office mm. bad defeat somebody wasn't there and they didn't turn up um, but the other two ones that they've that they've lost Leicester away they could have won and Brighton away they could have won so there's there's so many more positives and negatives. I get it. Two defeats, no goals, not great. But come on, have a bit of faith. Okay, I'm going to give you... All I want from you is a number. A number. I don't, want, I don't even want any analysis. I want a number, okay? Warriometer. After this game, okay? Warriometer, okay? Not okay? to ten. Yeah? Yeah. No, not worried at all. Ten. I'm really worried. Yeah. Okay? Not to ten. I don't want any words. Just a number. Just a number. Diogo Jota. Give me a number. Uh, act. Eight. Yes. Okay, eight. Right, okay. Um, Johnny. Mm, no, no, no. Duh. Stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> Gone from German to French. 
Um, so two for Johnny. Leo Bonatini. Oh, we win. This. Ten. Okay. Uh, Ruben Neves. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh. Saving this podcast gold for the hundredth episode, by the way. Um, Adama Traore. Four. Okay. Um, and Raul Jimenez. Nine. One. Okay. So out of those, you think that Bonatini is obviously a major, major issue, and uh, whether they can trust him. But but really, the, the one to come out of that is Jota. Um, what do we do? What can do I you do with him? Can I speak words? Now? Yeah, you can speak words now. Yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to, to, to do, do to, to bang you down to numbers first. Uh, an issue for me, and we talked about it on <clears throat> Facebook Live yesterday, is more the routes routes to goal rather than the players individually themselves. I think Wolves just look a bit predictable for me. Um, I've said it a few times in the past kind of week or so. So sorry to repeat myself, but you know they've lost Douglas, they lost a phobia, they lost Njai, yeah, and they haven't really replaced those type of players. Mm. They miss they miss what Douglas offered. Said it before, say it again. Don't get it right. Don't get right. And I know, like, it's too late now, whatever. But it, it just baffles me that they let him go. Um, set pieces were such a major strength for all yeah. the Such, And they've lost that now. Mm. Matinho's deliveries are on the money, but mm. they're they're not whipped. They're not as they're not as threatening. Um, and then you miss him going on the overlap because Johnny just doesn't go on the overlap. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. he doesn't. But when Douglas went on that overlap, he mm. would, he, the fullback would go with him, create space for Jota to Absolutely. cut inside. Johnny will cut inside. He's more of a defensive fullback, defensively sound, mm-hmm. but um, but not so much going forward. So you lost the threat from that side. There's no doubt about it. And this isn't a Douglas versus Johnny kind of. Oh God, why yeah. have we got rid of him? Bought Johnny. They're both very good players, yeah. but they're very different players. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Um, and then yeah, Phobia, clinical striker in the box. They let him go and replaced him uh, uh, instead. Sided with Bonatini, who hasn't scored in the league since December, and doesn't look like he's about to contribute really. No. Nuno reluctantly kind of brings him on at the moment, so he's not much of a viable option. He's, he's not bold enough or, sorry, not, don't mean bold enough he's not trusting enough in Gibbs White to bring him on so the changes are predictable the mm-hmm. substitutions are predictable you mm-hmm. know what's coming on on the hour mark they won't change formation which is fine because what they do works very well but there's lack of alternative routes to goal here they were, just went out wide on Saturday last mm-hmm. 20 minutes get out wide swing it in the box oh wait a minute there's no one who can head this ball in the net yeah. he's taking him and his off mm-hmm. took him off too early I think he didn't have the best game but so that's that's a bit of a concern for me, and also there's there's definitely they're definitely lacking in confidence in the yeah. in the forward areas. Okay, well we'll, we'll talk about uh, maybe potential changes or, or formation yeah. changes. You know when we when we preview the game definitely, the but it's tweaks though. It's okay. tweaks. You mentioned yesterday maybe Troyer could go on the right. I yeah. thought that was a good point. Mm-hmm. It's tweaks like that. It's maybe giving Cavalera a start, mm-hmm. um, and pff, possibly Vinagra. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about him defensively, but mm-hmm. he can get on the overlap and whip mm-hmm. across in and becomes a different option. Absolutely. So. Doherty's the standouts by far at the moment. Mm-hmm. Their, their best route to goal is Matt Doherty, and that mm-hmm. shouldn't be the case, with all greatest respect to yeah. Doherty. The forward guys have got to be producing more. Well, Tim, you talk about route to goal. Would, would the best route to goal after January be Divock Origi? Oh. Divock Origi. Um, story in the Express and Star today, saying that um, Wolves are linked with potential January moves, showing interest in him. Um, potential target earlier on in this summer what would you say and, and um, explain please <laughs> explain yourself uh, yeah they'd look at him in the summer asking price uh, upwards of 20 million so they've said no uh, a bit too much for them to spend on one player I think in the mm. summer went for Jimenez instead um, he hasn't played since then he's only appeared in one squad believe it or not for Liverpool obviously mm. they've got plenty of options up front 
Sturridge is their striker on the bench coming on and scoring. They've also got Solanke who doesn't really doesn't really get involved either. So he's way down the pecking order. Mm. Not going to play. Um, and he's, they're open to offers in January. I think Wolves would certainly prefer a loan. Um, they wouldn't want to pay twenty million plus for him, but if Liverpool can, if Liverpool were to lower their asking price, then he's someone they'd be in for. He's fairly young. He's got a good striking record. Yeah, he's um, um, twenty-three years old. Uh, what I would say is that for, he was on fire for Liverpool, and I think you know, in some, he was used as a as the main striker at times. Yeah, but went to Wolfsburg and didn't do particularly well there. Not a great goal scoring record. No. Um, so is that worry because that, that's the latest thing or is, is it just difficult sometimes to adapt and you know, you're in a different country etc etc yeah no yeah definitely um, I mean this guy's had 25 caps for Belgium you know so he's, he's no mug no exactly and when he yeah when he first came 2015-16 he got 10 in 33 in all competitions a year later 11 in 43 obviously a lot of these are off the bench as well it's got to be said so certainly a guy who knows where the back of the net is mm-hmm. He's on a short list. I will. I will put it that way. You know, they haven't um, finalised their um, main targets for January ja- for January yet. Um, I gather they're going to have a meeting in, in the coming weeks. Are you um, going to be part of that meeting? <laughs> and they'll kind of give themselves what six weeks to to re- to go for their targets pre-January. Yeah. We know how difficult it is in January. Mm-hmm. You, you you can look at all clubs over the past few years, but we'll certainly look at their January record. There's not many times they'll buy a player that will come in and make a big big impact for the rest of the season. A phobia you just mentioned was one um, when they were in the championship, but discussed this on Facebook Live yesterday. One, there are a host of clubs that will be in for a Rigi, by mm-hmm. the way, and mm-hmm. I've seen uh, Besiktas mentioned this morning and Juventus yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you can't put believe everything you read mm-hmm. unless in Express and Star. No, oh, um, boom, boom. So there'll be a host of strike, a host of clubs in for him, but there's a host of Premier League clubs that are after strikers. Crystal Palace, desperate on their knees yeah. for a striker. Yeah, West Ham. Desperate for a striker, mm-hmm. Newcastle, mm-hmm. Huddersfield, mm-hmm. And Car- be Cardiff, and it'll be, be good, after one. Uh, and the way that loans work these days, it's not just oh well, we'll, we'll pay 100 percent of your wages and you'll probably get him. It's it's these are loan fees, these are almost transfer fees to, to to loan someone for six months with no guarantees. Yeah, and, al- and almost every loan deal Wolves do these days comes with, comes with that transfer fee sorted at the end of mm, it. And exactly, the, the, and it, I think that it's a proper deal. And Liverpool will probably be able to say, well. We know that we can, we can, if we are going to sell them, we can guarantee a loan with a view to a permanent for twenty million plus anyway. So why should we lower our aspects? So it's whether Wolves will 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 gamble on that, so to speak, and and you know guaranteeing a, a fee and it could be a bidding war. Extremely difficult. This guy in particular, he's one that they're looking at. Like I said, they asked in the summer. We'll put off by the price, um, suggesting that he wasn't keen to move to Wolves at that time either. So, Wolves have made themselves a far more attractive option by the start that they've made. Top mm-hmm. half Premier League team, not looking like they'll be in a relegation battle. That's a big draw for, yeah. m- for many players coming yeah. up to look and make a name for themselves in the Premier League. And the players that are playing on the pitch at the moment as well. Yeah, and I think by January, I like him and there's a lot, and he's got an awful lot to offer. But unless he starts to put a couple more goals in before Christmas, his mm-hmm. place might be vulnerable. So, you, you can potentially say to a striker, look, you've got first team Premier League football. On a team that plays attractive football, has 25 shots a game, yeah. uh, isn't in a relegation battle, um, yeah. come and join us. So yeah. they're, they're an attractive proposition. Um, so they won't they won't struggle to attract uh, players that want to come to them. It's just whether they can get the right player that's in form that's better than what they've got. Would you Would you be happy with with Rigi? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've seen I've seen quite a few comments on Twitter today saying, "Oh, we can do better than that." Um, lots of people saying we should go and get Jeko. Yeah, um, so I'm not sure about that. I think mm. out of Wolves' reach, I'd be surprised and very impressed if they got him. But mm. I, the Matinho signing has changed the game a bit, and I think people's expectations 
um, of sword in that regard and perhaps need to be tempered a little bit. Mm. But then on the other hand, you've got the magic of Mendes who can pull things off that Wolves just can't do without him. Sure. So um, it's going to be an interesting month to see what to see what they do because I think there's a couple of areas they need to strengthen. I think they need a central midfielder as well. And yeah, but ideally, you probably want them in early January rather than, than yeah, late of January course, yeah, well, yeah, of course, you always do, you always do. But there's not a, there's not a huge urgency in that Wolves aren't seventeenth in the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes, we'd we'd all love them to push for Europe this season, but for me, they look good for a mid-table finish. So we know they'll only buy players if they're right for the club and it's the right deal. So if they can't quite get one over the line, they'll say no, and okay. they, they won't pay five million extra to bring someone in in January when they're looking like finishing mid-table. Good stuff, questions, peeps. Let's go to some questioners from the public who may be coming and seeing us live in a few weeks' time. Yep. Yep. Um, Sarah Rickard, did the oysters have any effect? Ah, what, af- aphrodisiac? Aphrodisiac. I can't believe you never knew that oysters were an aphrodisiac. What do you mean? You didn't know that before? Yeah. Oh, you did know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I replied to you saying, why you, Why have you bought me an aphrodisiac? Oh, right, because I thought, yeah, but I explained that to you at the meal, then you replied afterwards. So I thought you didn't know that until until I informed you of that fact. No, I know you think that I know nothing about fine dining, but uh, I've, got, correct. I've got a bit of knowledge in my locker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Wolf no, Gravy. No, no, is the answer. Okay, no. Uh, Wolf, Wolf Gravy. <laughs> Wolf Gravy could be great to see gravy there. Oh, gravy, come on. Go, go, you got to come. You, you, you got to come. <laughs> you could do some artwork for us. Absolutely. So can Yao. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Yao will be there, 100%. Goodness me. We'll see, we'll see the video screens and we'll see the pictures doctored. Imagine. Goodness me. Those, I thought those were microphones. <laughs> uh, Wolf Gravy, is there, any, is, is there a lack of vitamin D in the squad at the moment, Ooh, Tim? Oh, I like well, it. I like, I like uh, where he's going. I will fully advocate uh, a Wolf's trip to Marbella in, in January just to get the juices flowing yeah. again. Uh, I think it needs to be covered by the local press. So, yeah, well, well said. Uh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, Dan Mason, do you think Nuno Dan is trying to turn Adama into something he's not? Seems to have been less effective in recent games and reluctant to run at his fullback, certainly against Brighton. It's a good point. You know, he came in um, and started like a house on fire those first few games. Leicester away, Man City at home, he was excellent. Scored the winner at West Ham. And then as the weeks have gone on, arguably with, with more time on the training ground, uh, getting used to Nuno's system and, you know, defend from the front and that kind of stuff, you've seen the shackles maybe on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that's just because um, he's out of form for whatever reason, uh, perhaps slightly disillusioned that he hasn't earned a start up until Saturday. Um, yeah, he's, he's gone downhill a little bit in his performances. He didn't take his chance on Saturday. It's disappointing. It was a difficult one for him. He was double teamed by Brighton. Uh, or doubled up, I should say. That's probably the wrong expression. Um, <laughs> we were in Brighton. Um, oh, <laughs> and, uh, no, we found it difficult to create space. And as we've already discussed earlier, with, with, with Johnny Castrotta not offering a huge amount of attacking help, I don't yeah. want to be too critical of him, but you know, it's just the kind of player he is. So maybe that didn't help either. Difficult afternoon for him. Um, interesting to see if he keeps his place, but... Cavalero's got a good chance of starting, I think. Swiss old gold. Uh, Pepper's moulded Sterling into a world-class player. Does Nuno have the ability and the patience to do the same for Traore? Hmm. Interesting. 
I mean, they paid 18 million for him. Yeah. <laughs> They're not just going to no. uh, discard him. I, you know, come on. He's made a massive impact this season, more than Jota and Costa combined. Yeah. In terms of output. Well, he scored a winner on his own, you know what scored I mean? To get, to get three all points. All on his own, he managed to kick that ball. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, Into the back of the net. <laughs> no, but he's, he's looked very, very threatening where you can't really say that for Jota and mm. Costa. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's stick with this guy. We know how unbelievably talented and unique he is. Yeah. Um, and uh, he'll thrive for Wolves. Sam at Doty17. Oh, God. What's your postcode? Oh, God. This is a guy. <laughs> this guy. What's your postcode, Tim? Wow. <laughs> this guy. Sends me some odd tweets. Does he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Slightly obsessed? Uh, I don't know. I've started sending him a picture of a restraining order <laughs> in reply. <laughs> but he hasn't, hasn't got the hint yet. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. Um, doors open at 6.30. <laughs> Actually, 6.15. <laughs> <laughs> On December 6th, Sam, so you can see in person. Jake Gallagher. Um, Tim, how do you score a goal in the first half of a football match asking for some friends? Nice, yeah. yeah. So, um, first game of the season, Everton at home was the last occasion that Wolves scored in the first half. Can you put your finger on why that is? I mean, um, not really. Mm. I don't know. Um, I've said it before, they're not great at chasing the game. Um when they go behind, they're much better at taking the lead early on and holding on to it. So, yeah, if they could start to rectify that and mm. start scoring first in the first half, then they'd be doing themselves a lot of favours. Angus Gill uh, at Smoke Free Wolf. Yeah. Tim, please discuss the amount of lack of threat of corners and set play since Douglas left. Yes, discussed already, but yeah, um, totally spot on. The amount of goals they got from set pieces last season... Uh, Whipped in at pace. Whipped in at pace. Guys guys who are heading them in who aren't really in the team anymore. Bonatini, Sais, Sanjay. But I was going to say as well, like, you know, your defenders were always a threat as well. Like, I haven't really seen a big threat from Willie Bolly this year. There's been a couple of moments, but, you know, when, when you were having those corners whipped it and they were really whipped in yeah. with pace and power. Even that Bennett, I know Bennett had the chance at the end of the game on, on Saturday, but whipped in with pace, you know, to get ahead on them. It was almost like... They were big and imposing. I, don't, I haven't quite got that from central defenders yet. Set piece of a corner, like, oh, here we go, you know. No, it's pretty much give it to Neves for a set piece, and there's not a lot. There's not a lot coming on from corners. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, I agree. And um, they haven't got many big guys in the box either. Really, mm. uh, it's an issue. Like I said, it's a route to goal that's sort of been taken away, which is a shame. Okay, uh, who should Wolf sign in January? Says Harry Cooper. Anyone else? So you said there was a. He said, obviously, Origi would be a good signing uh, and a midfielder, you think, as well. I think a central midfielder to um, to really push on from bur- and burst from central midfield. I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't like doing that from the off, but I think um, from the bench, you needed that on Saturday. Mm. Brighton was sat so deep, two banks of four. You needed somebody to to distract them in and around in and around the box if possible, um, and burst into the box. Allah, I'm mm. going to say it, Dave Edwards. Hey, and, uh, here he <laughs> is. No, come on, you know here what I mean. Here she is. <laughs> uh, and pop up with a little header in the box and a little ghost running to the box. Matinho yeah. and Neves aren't going to do that. They're no. not that type of player. Mm. But they haven't got a player who can come mm. on and do that. Sace wasn't even on the bench on Saturday. So how would you do that? Would you replace them? Replace one of them to do that? I think I think more as a, as a substitution option okay. because he, he wouldn't look to he wouldn't look to Gibbs White on Saturday. Mm. Gibbs White is in theory creative. Mm. He's quick, he's positive, he gets his head up and, uh, and does things in the final third, but he doesn't trust him yet. I think in two years' time, Gibbs White can be a very good player at this level, but he's not going to be there yet. He's only 18. Very, very young. There's only three 18-year-olds who've mm-hmm. made more than two, more than one appearance in the Premier League this season. Right. It's pretty rare for someone of his age um, to make a big impact, so perhaps can't be relied on at this stage. 
I'd bring someone in in January if possible. Uh, least a different option in midfield. Nevers and Martini are so similar. We know yeah. it all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to have a different option. Okay. Lee Smith at Cart78. Do Transformers have to take out car insurance or life insurance? Good question. Bloody hell. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's interesting. Do you want to field that one? Mm, I'm going to say life insurance. Okay. I'm going to say life insurance. Although I'm very excited about the new Transformers movies coming out. Apart from it being John Cena, I'm not the biggest fan of, to be fair. But I don't, do you remember the original Transformers? Soundwave was a classic. Rumble, do you remember them? No? Autobots and, and Decepticons. Well, they look exactly like them in this new movie. It looks fantastic. If anyone hasn't seen the trailer for the new Transformers, look at them. Look at Soundwave. Soundwave is identical to what used to be in the cartoon. So very, very excited about because because the franchise went went way off the rails. You're talking gibberish. I can't, Pardon? can't understand a word you you're saying. Any, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't own a Dinobot. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're a disgrace. <laughs> you didn't even know what Backscratcher was from in the uh, in the old Facebook Live. Backscratcher. Backscratcher. Can you stop guy. saying it? Back scratcher. <laughs> um, Jamie, um, do you think there were many sober people in Molyneux on Saturday night? Many what? Many sober people in Molyneux on Saturday night. No. Is it going to be? Is it going to be ferocious? Uh, yeah, is noisy. It? There'll be a light show, I'm sure. Uh, we had we got a teaser of it pre Leicester Carabao Cup. Yes. Floodlights on and off. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a bit of that caper, mm. fireworks. Mm. Spurs won't know what's hit them. No. <laughs> just be happy to play on a decent pitch. I would have thought. Yeah. No, it'd be a fantastic atmosphere. Very much looking forward to that. Goals. You, I'm, Goals. I'm good to for you, man. You're not going to be there. I know. I know. It's fine. It's, it is what it is. Sort of thing. I'm. Uh, well, I'll be. What are you missing the game for? Can we say? Uh, yes, I shall be um, at an American football game um, on Sunday evening. Um, the Gillette Stadium I should be watching uh, the best the man can get wow <laughs> well I'll be editing that out <laughs> um, I, should be, I should be watching the New England Patriots against the Green Bay Packers so two <laughs> two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time that will go head to head it doesn't happen very often uh, Mr. OJ, OJ Simpson wow <laughs> Mr. Aaron Rodgers and Mr. Tom Brady. You must have heard of Tom Brady. Or yeah, I've heard, I've heard of yeah. Tom, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've got a decent wife. Too, Brady Bunch, oh, something like that. Stop it, stop, <laughs> it, stop it. Anyway, I shall be there at that sporting event, so I will, I will be there. I'll be there in spirit, Tim. I'm sure I'll be tweeting anyway. I don't want to miss out on the action. What time of the day will it be when the game's on? Uh, 7.45, so 5 hours. Well, 2.45 in the afternoon, so I might okay. even catch it on the old television. Mm. Um, right. Musings for Molyneux. Uh, you like this, Tim. You like this tweet. Oh, I love this guy. Um, why do you think football fans in general have such a pathological need to either be in crisis... Biggest word we've ever had on the podcast. ...or riding a wave of success? Two games, two ago, we were singing the praises and all of sundry. Yeah, spot on. And you can read the sensible opinions of Musings from Molyneux in the Express and Star fan verdict. Oh. Uh, one of our regulars there. Absolutely spot on. Couldn't agree more. Two weeks have passed. Wolves have played poorly in one game and well in another. Mm. Um, and the opinions have changed like the wind of the mm. host of our fan base. Mm. This is the nature of modern football and there's no getting away from it. Steve. I, well, I would, I would advise Musings from Molyneux to switch off Twitter um, because it's just full of garbage. Uh, Steve Witter, when will there be a Mr and Mrs edition to the potty? No. Meh. No. Every chance, well, maybe maybe on the hundred, maybe we've got some stuff planned for our hundredth edition. You never. We haven't along those lines. Ever, no. no. Um, we're, Tim's, not do, we're not doing that. No, we're not. Um, yet, uh, Shane Howe, Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, never seen either. Next. N- correct. Never seen either. I, not, I haven't seen either either. Um, 
Charles and Kevin Young, kind of the same question. Hi, team. Simple question. Where are our goals coming from? Kevin Young, is he the Cody Cody chant guy? Cody Cody. Cody. Corner Cody. Corner Cody. Cody. Corner Cody. No, no. No, no, no. No, he didn't mix it up. No, he didn't, he didn't mix it up. But he did really to Nuno. Nuno um, if it ain't broke, side. don't fix it. No, it's a top draw, to be fair to him. Um, no, it's, uh, it's not him. Oh. Uh, isn't it? After all that, oh, all right. that. <laughs> <laughs> should explain somebody with that with that name. I'm sure tweeted us of himself singing a song. Yeah, I don't think it's called Kev. Which Young, just wrote is Connor Cody over and over again. Uh, it might be Kev someone in it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, what's the question? Uh, um, he said, um, "Where are goals coming from?" So does Charles at Greeby Boy. Well, they are spread around mm. like margarine on toast. Well, it's a, um, it's a thin spread. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of patches. Uh, I think what have they got? Eight, um, eight guys with one goal each, and mm. him and with two, two something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, they need somebody to step up to that mark. Jota, eighteen goals last season, mm. and none this season. Mm. Costa, no goals. Um, Cavalera scored a few last year. Mm. I would back him to net a few if he was starting. Troyer wasn't a prolific scorer. I think he only got five last year. It's just, it, of course it's a slight concern. That's their major weakness at the moment. I've got to say, on the flip side, flip it over, defensively, mm. superb. Mm. And they were good at Brighton. It's only that one chance for Murray made it look easier than it was. Sorry, am I boring you? Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I'm still tired from, um, from Brighton. Defensively, superb. Good in midfield at the weekend. It's just that finishing touch. Uh, Adam Clulo um, asks, uh, taking my partner to Molyneux for the first time, Tim. Nice. Uh, first ever footy experience. What's the best place to soak up the atmosphere pre-match? Um, Hogshead is very good. Irish Wolves uh, reply saying, uh, most pubs in town are packed these days. The Great Western is one of our nice. favourites. Yep, the Emerald Club is very good. Um, or try the pub with the tree in the toilet in Chapel Ash. Its name escapes oh, me. Oh, the Combermere, I think that is. A what? I believe. Fantastic a tree little, in a toilet? Yeah, fantastic little um, addition. Really? Yeah. Oh, goodness me. I've never been to any of these vile establishments. Oh, mate. This is, uh, this is, where, you get, this is where you get the Assault of the Earth Wolves fans pre-match. Pre so, so the, the places where you avoid like the plague then? Uh, now, yes, yes, but not back in the day. Really? Uh, when I was anonymous. Right. Anon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, um, yeah, I would advise to go there. You can't you can't be starting off in Chapel Ash and, and heading your way into town mm. and just stop at every pub on the way. Mm. Oh, really? How long does that take? Uh, you better start about seven in the morning. Okay. You might miss the game, to be fair. Uh, Paul Reed, uh, which player has the flashiest car? Or even quicker than at in Judas? Um, Bolly's got... Well, t- talking about... Talking about quickness of cards, tweeted you this on the other Oh, night. goodness. Oh, Nathan. Oh, dear. When was that from? Well, he got sent on the 10th of October, but I'd only received it the other day. Another speeding fine for NG to start. There's another speeding fine that's come through from... I'm going to swear that I'll wait, I'll wait till December the 6th. From Blooming, Switzerland. Uh, our scanning device registered the following speed violation on Sunday the 15th of July. At 018.19 o'clock. Speed measured 134 kilometres an hour. Limited wow. speed 120. Safety margin 4. Speed violation 10 kilometres an hour. 60. Only 60. It's, 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 only, it's cheap. About 40 quid. Nathan, how many speeding fines have you picked up now from Switzerland? I'm going to say we're in double figures. 
<laughs> and that's without the processing fees from Hertz, which are separate fines. Uh, are, are, are you not banned from driving yet? I don't. Well, I hope we don't go to Switzerland next year. I hope but it's not repeat of the facilities. If that was in this country, you'd be banned from driving, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Not as if we were running late at all. But yeah, but I mean, why is this taking so long to reach me? <laughs> a carrier pigeon. <laughs> Don't have a go at their speed, mate. <laughs> they're taking the they're taking the sweet time. Anyway, I've got to pay that this afternoon. But, um, t- t- tickets for live in this podcast now cost fifteen pounds. Could really do it in cash. Please, please come, please come. Um, I lost the question. Um, anyway, yeah, Bolly's got a nice Rolls. I've seen that. I do like that car. They've all got very nice cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember where, uh, when I started the job, um, popping down to Compton Park and seeing um, an unnamed, um, oh, unnamed uh, reserve team player um, who yet to make a first team appearance for the club at the time has since left without making a first team appearance and he had a huge, big, fat car with a personalised number plate. Oh. Uh, they've all, they've all got one. They've all, they all. Spend their money, yeah, uh, and why not? I suppose, but yeah, some of these guys haven't even kicked a ball in anger for the club, mm. and they've uh, got a very expensive car. Mm. Nick Arnold, hey guys, W eighty eight and Goodyear excluded. Who would you like to see as the next shirt sponsor for Wolves? With our global reputation steadily rising, I would love to see one of the biggest companies in the world investing in the club. Uh, maybe, maybe Charlie's the kebab shop. Uh, Have a class. Billy Wright Pub. <laughs> Dixie, Dixie Chicken. Dixie Chicken, well mm, remembered. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'll, take you, I'll take you there one day. And you will not. The the pork bap joint. The what? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. There's a couple, and a couple of people um, tweeting pictures of, of that this this pork bap that you um, mm. wax lyrical about yeah, a couple yeah, of podcasts ago. It's the best in town, honestly. Is it? It's right by the Hogshead for anybody who wants to wants to find it. Okay, we're gonna have to we're gonna have, we're gonna have to go soon. No, there's too many questions. Okay, going on. just to say quickly, it's a large soft bap. Um, with pork meat, Ugh. kind of like pulled pork meat sort of sort of deal, mm. uh, apple sauce stuffing. You can have a bit of gravy. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, three quick questions, two two sentence answers, please. Henry Williams does Vanagra's future belong at wing back or winger? Uh, wing back. Two words. That's fine. Uh, John Pritchard, favourite sausage. It's UK sausage. Oh, JP. Yeah, JP. JP. JP in the house. Former ENS employee. Oh yeah, John John Pritchie. Sacked he was. Was he? Uh, escorted out of the building. Was he? Binned um, off. No, he wasn't. No. Um, favourite sausage. Mm. Well, do you know? I've I've gotten to caramelised onion sausages recently. Caramelised you... onions. So can't you just caramelise onions? Have it with the sausage. Sounds about a bit of effort to me. Uh, well, the, the best ones around are Boxley's in Womburn, award-winning butchers. Yeah, they. I was brought up on sausages. Really? Do you prick them? <laughs> Depends on your method of cooking. Really? If you're frying them at a high heat, you need to prick them. Okay. Otherwise, just leave them in the. What about barbecue? Like a good barbecue, like a big, big fat sausage. Yeah, the best ones. Uh, in fact, I like them best in the George Foreman. That's the best way of cooking them. Pork, beef, or blend. Lean, fat-reducing machine. Mm. Chicken, chicken sausages. There's a bit uh, of rosemary in there. No, pretty dull. No. Oh, I like the Br- the Bramley apple ones you can get. Turkey sausages? Are fine, yeah. Mm. Delicious. Just big, just the, the bigger and the meatier, the better. Happy days. Luke Brereton, last question of these questions this week. Uh, is there any danger of Nuno would be on Real Madrid shortlist for a new manager, Tim? I'd be astonished. Yeah. 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 
But there's a few. I think there's a few English managers that could be on there. But uh, Sam Allardyce always said he wanted to manage Real Madrid. Did he? Yeah. Excellent news. Good luck. Good luck with that. Pochettino could be on there potentially. Certain, certainly, I had that on my list of Spurs notes earlier mm. and uh, forgot to mention it. But yeah, um, certainly, yeah, yeah, yeah God, yeah. he'd be on my shortlist if I was Real Madrid's owner. Oh, interesting, interesting. Right, thank you very much for your questions this week. Uh, Timmy, got any emails for me, please? Oh. We haven't got loads of time. We're running out of time. Yep. We've got probably like 10, 15 minutes before we need to go. Well, 10 minutes, really. Gareth Ratty. Ratty. Rattigan. Regulars. Rattigan. Do you remember Rattigan? Mm, yeah. Five or... American Tale, an American Tale. Rattigan. Hello, boys. Oh. Cracking last podcast. Keep up the great work. Thanks mm. very much. Uh, thanks for the shout out. Also, Spears, I'm sure we may have crossed paths at some point in Blast Off, which we were discussing last week. No. Good times, folks. Yo. Uh, Judah would probably have been more of a cheeky monkeys type of guy. Isn't that a soft play area? Couldn't agree more. No, that was um, uh, cheesy disco type music, which was the night before on the Friday. Huge for me, huge. Uh, a bit of Bon Jovi. Bit, oh, yeah. A bit of ABBA. Oh, 100% Dancing yeah, Queen. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I only went there once. Terrible. Mm. Um, questions. Instead of buying everyone a coffee for those who finish above you boys in the Fantasy League... And there won't be many of that, and we'll be giving you an update next week. Um, could we not just make Judah eat 10 double cheeseburgers from McDonald's? Would this cause him to fall into a relapse and start on a downward path to his former lifestyle? I wouldn't eat one cheeseburger. You couldn't even force me to eat them. You had a chip the other day. I was amazed. I did. I know. I had three chips. I was absolutely stunned. I was buzzing. I'd had a couple of glasses of wine. Um, they were chunky chips, though. They were fat chips. I think that's his no, then, Gareth. Mm. He wouldn't do that. Not a chance, Gaz. Uh, are we causing an upset for ourselves? Sorry, are we causing an issue for ourselves by only looking for players who fit the 3-4-3 the three, three lineup? If Nuno ever did leave and got a new manager, then we'd have to bring a new style and formation and would the current players fit a new system? Yeah. It's a very good point, but Nuno is the boss and will only do it his way or the highway. Mm, until Pards comes in. Good old Alan Pards. They've got players who can adapt. If Nuno was uh, if Nuno was to leave tomorrow and they had to go to four at the back, yeah, Doherty sure. and Johnny play full-back. Absolutely. Um, they've got wingers, got DMs. Mm. They'd be okay. They'd be fine. Number three, Judah. Yeah. What kind of... Is the same email? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Uh, what kind of decorations are you looking for for Christmas? Um, so we go. We've got we've got a big snowman outside. We'll have angels. We've got a projection screen of a screen of um, of some some reindeer. Um, we'll have some fairy lights. Um, we'll have a little bit of snow, fake snow on the tree. Uh, apart from that, it's pretty low, pretty 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 chill. Right. Okay. Good to hear. Mm. Um, a, a nice little email chain here to finish off go on. for the week. Charlie Hunter. I mentioned him in passing last week. Yeah. So we didn't have time. Uh, to read out his uh, email well we do this week um, I want to 205th in the podcast league by the way you, you're ahead of me I think actually you're, you're flying the flag at the moment where are you? below that I'm a bit of an, uh, do you have Salah captain this week though so maybe that'll uh, help Ma- me Mane captain oh what, how many he scored two? yeah oh, lucky boy what I'm doing as a favour yeah you are doing as a favour to be fair Don't just don't I can't, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stop swearing I'm trying <laughs> to swear on this podcast don't mess it up, you know, back end of the season then. Don't F it up, you were going to say. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll let you say it. Charlie Hunter from Canada. Mm. This is from a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I like this. Hello, Tim and Joey Bats. Yeah, Joey Bats. You're a Batista, baby. You begged for photos and info on what we're doing as we listen to the podcast. So here goes. Mm. Uh, he sent a couple of pictures um, of himself with two of his favourite young Wolves fans in the garden with a Wolves quilt nice. made for me by nice. my favourite woman. I presume that's his missus. I don't know. You never know. Mistress potential. And a made-to-order Wolves wind sock. 
made locally here in Canada. A windsock. Uh, another picture of a glass given to me by my daughter for Christmas with engraved on it the banter words Joey Bats uttered when my first question to the podcast came up. Love oh, Superb. I'll check that out. Yeah, I haven't um, seen the picture. He says, when he's listening, uh, I saved the podcast. I did mention this last week in passing. Um, for, uh, asked everybody where they listen to the podcast and how. Yeah. I saved the podcast for Friday afternoon and listened to it as a workout in the basement. Good shout. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, enjoying good. my workouts more because of you guys, says Charlie. So good to help. Well, I- good, good, good that he's working hard and, you know, he's, he's enjoy- hopefully we're inspiring him to, to get into shape and that's great. You know, get p- punch those weights. Yeah. I, do you know what? I couldn't Pump agree more. Pump some iron. Um, I was very pleased to read that email, you know, help, helping people out. Getting people back to fitness. I like it. Into people's shape. Mr. Motivator. But there's another side to this story. What? Uh, we've received two emails this week uh, from the Hunter family. Oh, right. Okay. Number one, Emily Hunter. DNA, Emily. Dear Nathan and Tim. Uh, hello, Emily. Last episode, we heard that our, our uncle, mm. Big Charlie Hunter, Big Charlie Hunter, listens to the podcast working out in his basement. Yeah. We think he needs a little less listening and a little more working out. Ooh, burn. <laughs> Second email. Sandy Hunter. Right. Greetings, N and T. Oh, hello. Through no fault of your own, you were made party to a bold-faced lie in the last episode. Wow. I'd like to give you the chance to correct the record. Big Charlie Hunter, again, (laughs) writing in from Calgary, Alberta, or Calgary, Calgary. Alberta. Calgary, don't don't mispronounce it. I went a bit Italian there, sorry. Claimed to listen to the pod while working out in his basement. Yeah. Those of us who have the good fortune of knowing Charlie can attest he's far more likely to have been working his chops around a bacon sandwich. Wow! Wow! Uh, Sandy is writing from Peru, where I've listened to the pod for the last few months. Uh, works for the University of Chicago. Incredible. Thank damning you. evidence. Damning evidence well, that I think Charlie, Charlie, Charlie needs to show us. He, he needs balls. to show us, show us his picture. We need to... We need him to to flex those muscles and uh, send us a screenshot and see if you, how, how are you working. You know what what kind of weights are you lifting? Are you doing some bench pressing? Are you doing some tricep extensions? Are you doing some pull downs? You know, are you working more on the lat area, on your quads, on your calves? Or are you working on your hand when you're or, putting, a, putting a bag of sandwich in your mouth? As is as see. is the suggestion. We'll have to see. We'll have to see, Charlie. I think I'm going to take Charlie for his word. I think Charlie's bang in shape. To be fair to him. I don't know. We've got two emails, two yeah. separate sources. Mm. Oh, are they, are they the same person though? But but saying the two don't know, different people. Se- separate email addresses. They've gone to a lot of effort. Yeah, if, if a lot not. of effort. We love so, that. We love um, that. Calling yeah, him out. Calling that. Charlie out. Yeah. If you hear any lies on this podcast, we don't tell any. Never. Um, then please let us know. Okay. Good stuff. Right. Let's... Charlie, come back at us. Yeah. Come back at us. Let us know. Right. We've got Tottenham Hotspur Tim. Yeah. It's Saturday night football. That that uh, that well-known time. Mm. Kickoff is seven forty-five or eight. Seven forty-five. Seven forty-five on a Saturday night. In fact, yeah. there's not many Saturday three p.m.s. Is there from now on? Just a one till Christmas. Cray, cray. Um, how are we seeing it then? So you know, let's talk. Let's talk formation. Well, formation. Three, four, three. Okay. Quick discussion. <laughs> let's talk lineup then. Let's talk lineup. So. Adama Traore has waited so long to, to make his debut. He was under par and below average. So do we? Does he stay with with someone like Traore as he did with Jota and give him a run in the team, or is he straight out and are we bringing Kevin? Is Costa keeping his place? Didn't think he had a great game. Um, do you bring Jota back in? There's there's lots there's lots of um, connotations. What do you think Nuno will do? Connotations, absolutely. Um, difficult one. Traore, can you drop him already? Didn't have a great game. He didn't earn his place. Didn't put his hand up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow! What the hell was that? <laughs> I could feel it coming. I wasn't sure if it was going to happen. What was that? Oh, I just couldn't. I couldn't stop it. What was that sound? It's a sneeze. Well, there's not a sneeze. I thought, oh my God. Because I was trying I will to be taking a sound bite of that, by the way. <laughs> you know, you try, try and hold it in and it just comes out funny. Oh dear. What, the sneeze? <laughs> oh dear. What was I saying? Uh, sorry, everybody. Um, get a train already. Right. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I was kind of thinking straight after the game on Saturday, oh, he's blown his chance, he won't play next mm. week, but he gave Jota nine games. Is he <laughs> is he going to discard Traore after one? Mm. Like I said, it's a tough game, double yeah. marked, Brighton away, very organised, hard to, hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Are we being a bit harsh and critical on him? You know, Does he deserve another chance? Guy paid £18 million for this guy. Yeah. So I'm sort of leaning towards that now, if it, if it were me. But I think I think Cavalera has to start. So would you have Cav on the left and Troyer on the right would be your your combo? Yeah, I think so. But then Costa and Jota are better defensively, and that's maybe the way that Nuno will look at it more. And he's got to be careful because Spurs can Spurs can score three in the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, if they're if they were at it. So it's so tough. Mm. It's so tough. Mm. But he's got to kind of find the formula. He's got to find players that are in form because those those. Two positions are so, so crucial. And yeah. that's why Wolves aren't scoring. Mm-hmm. Not down to Raul Jimenez for me. He's not been missing any sitters, except for one of West Ham. Um, well, he has missed some sitters this season. He's li- but he's linking it all together. He's doing his job. Man United missed an absolute stinker. No, no, but, he's, yeah, but he was very good at Man United. Mm. He was superb at holding the ball up. Brilliant, actually. He played very well in the first half. He's doing his job for me. Except set, set the, the equaliser. Yeah. At Man United. He's doing his job for me. Costa, Jota and Traore the other day aren't doing their jobs. So somebody's got to step up. That's the weakness in Wolves' mm-hmm. team for me. Matt Doherty's doing superb. Neves and Matinho, brilliant. Johnny, we've seen what an impact he's made and yeah. he hasn't been as good in the last two games. Defence yeah. are brilliant. Keeper's brilliant. It's those two forward players mm-hmm. not doing it yet. Mm-hmm. If that's down to maybe Nuno needs to tweak the system slightly or not, or maybe they're just out of form, but they've got to step up now. It's up to two players to step up. Jota and Costa, 19 starts, no goals, no assists. Wow. It's got to be Cavalier and Troyer, hasn't it? I think. Okay. But Nuno might think, like I said, you've got to be a bit more... Uh, Defensive-minded defensive and, 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 he, and he tr- he'll trust Costa and Jota more to do the defensive work. If I was going to put money on it, I would say Cavalier and Costa. Okay. But it's so tough. It is tough. I'll pro- probably change my mind every day between yeah. now and Saturday. Yeah. We shall see. Well, what would you do, Nathan? Uh, I would do Kevin Costa. I was exactly the same. Play Kevin Costa, get Troyer out, get him back on that bench, give him give him twenty minutes to half an hour at the end, depending on you know, like you say, he can be as as good a substitution when you when you when you're defending a lead as he can be when you're chasing a game. So you know, I would do that hundred percent, hundred percent. I wouldn't I wouldn't have Jota anywhere near the starting lineup. I think he needs a few games out the out the, out the picture. We yeah, we both agree on that. Okay, right. So prediction, please, Timothy. It's um, it's Wolverhampton Wanderers. It's Tottenham Hotspur. I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. I've, um, I've talked myself into Wolves winning 2-1. Really? Yeah. 2-1. You went for 0-0 at Brighton, I, I, I think it's, a, it's almost a bit of a perfect storm mm. in terms of mm. playing Spurs at this time. They're, they're playing tonight. They're playing yeah. on Monday night. Yeah. They're playing on Tuesday. They've got to win on Tuesday. Mm. And they've got this game at, at Wolves in the middle, which they might not fancy. So, um, Like I said, Ali and Ericsson both on the bench the other day, coming back mm. to fitness. Kane scored 1-5. Good time to play them. Lloris making mistakes. Pochettino linked with Madrid definitely a good time to play him looking forward to it great 
Stuff, right? Pleasure. Pleasure as always, Tim. I'm going to miss you on Saturday night, but fingers crossed. Three points. Get your tickets for Wolves Podcast Live and Uncut. Do it now. Do it after you listen to this podcast before they go. From me, from Tim, have a happy Halloween. Ah, 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 ah. Take care. Bye-bye.